We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite mystery by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm Dance Floor Dan. I'm Celebrate Good Time Charlie. And I'm Raving All Night Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat 29. Every other week we add a new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This week is chapter 16, Parties. Now, in this episode, we're going to give you Flat 29's guide to planning and having a party. So let's start off with the planning. Uh, For reference, I'm going to use an article from a website, eHow, called How to Host a Successful Party. And this is what they say. Pick a theme for your party. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but it should be the reason that the friends are gathering to celebrate. A homecoming, engagement, birthday, all these type of things. Uh, What about Pancake Day? Pancake day party? I think that might meet the stiff opposition. And you will make pancakes made out of alcohol. Didn't you try that once okay. with vodka pancakes? Yeah, I tried them with vodka. It didn't work. It's too Sounds um, horrible. It's too vodka was the problem. Maybe if you kind of put it in a sauce to go inside the pancake rather than cooking it into the actual batter. That'd work. Yeah, just douse the pancake with um, vodka like you would lemon. That would work. It would, would work. work. I'd work Plus, brilliantly. Maybe you could mix some Red Bull in there as well. No, that's too far. Make it tastes like shit. It's doable. It is doable. Um, what about a party uh, to celebrate losing your virginity? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hosted by you and the boy or girl in question. Yes, people could dress up for like anything to do with it. So <laughs> someone might dress up as a cherry. Someone might dress up as just um, some genitalia. Like, the whole atmosphere would be really awkward and uncomfortable. Hmm. Just Just like like that. (laughs) And you have to fumble in the dark for a while. The whole party's a massive anti-climax, so everyone (laughs) comes away really disappointed. (laughs) But you still go and tell your mates how amazing it was. Someone might dress up as a pushing like a pram, but with shackles around their and like That's a really sh- bleak costume. <laughs> they're like shackled to the pram and they represent, you know, some unsafe sex that was had that led on to a teenage pregnancy. You could dress up someone who like doesn't put as much effort in would just put a condom on their head. <laughs> That's the equivalent of going to a Halloween party dressed as like a witch or something. I always yeah. come with a condom. Fine. <laughs> yeah. What about a Mother's Day party where everyone comes dressed as their mums? Someone couldn't that be quite insane? Insulting to your mum. Or we could dress as each other's mums. Yeah, I'd dress then, as your mum, Rich. Would you? And yeah, then, I would. Like, you'd come as a prosy or something to diss me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what would happen. That is true, I would. <laughs> Whose mum would you go as, Charlie? Um, well, I Think guess about this. Would... Think about it. <laughs> I get, we've got to make it technical. We can't both go as Rich's mum, so I guess I'm going to have to go as yours. And I? because mine's the best. Yes! Well, I don't think we've had a fair vote on that. <laughs> well, that's what the party would consist of. You, you'd go break down your mum's characters and rate them and ultimately decide whose is the best. And then they, the winner pops out of a cake at the end. 
<laughs> and she's here tonight. <laughs> I can, I can, yeah, can we make it Richard's mum because she's a really good cook? Can I put my mum forward for bakery because I think that's her specialty? I, yes, I think can. your mum makes a mean cake. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. I'm going to get her to make me some flapjack, I think. No, don't. No, she never makes Mom. I'm going to send you some. <laughs> mum, make me some flapjacks. <laughs> Flap 29, have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flap 29, have a podcast. I download it from the end to end to end. It's a well, what about, have you guys ever seen uh, that programme, I think MTV does it, called My Super Sweet Sixteen? Yes. And it, it, yes. it starts off in America, and it was just like really rich, bratty kids yeah. planning some unbelievably <laughs> lavish and just completely overblown. Yeah, it's true. They always hire a B... B-list rapper. A B-list it? sort of celebrity to play at the yeah. party as well, because no one that good will actually accept. What B-list rapper would you get at your Super Sweet Sixteen party? I'd get one of the end dabs. They're too. They wouldn't yeah, do they're it. They're too high profile. They're too high profile. You need someone who was famous about sort of five or six years ago. Timmy Mallet. <laughs> yeah, he'd do it. He probably would. Lots of uh, kind of teenage American girls. They love Timmy Mallet. What would you have had at your sixteenth party? What sort of lavish <clears throat> gift would you? I've asked for at that stage I'd like a massive cake and I'd like there to be an entire boy band inside it that would be amazing that'd be great you could get like take that would burst out and be like I think this could be the greatest day of <laughs> yeah. Dan's life but the- <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be but amazing they'd burst out like in sequence so like one of them bursts out and sings the first line and then and then the second no 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 one just their heads out. pop out and on the key change they fully burst out <laughs> their heads pop out and their arms pop out the sides <laughs> <laughs> so they're like wearing a cake. I just get really annoyed. It'd be like Westlife, you've ruined my cake. <laughs> just stay still, Westlife, and we'll eat around you. <laughs> it's like, do you have any songs out the key change? I mean, I just want to eat the cake out of the way because you know when they hit the key change, there it's like an involuntary spasm. They kind of they have to stand up. They can't remain seated. I love the I love the idea of, of Westlife just sitting there patiently while hordes of teenage children just like pick around them eating bits of cake and they're just sitting there no they have to keep singing down they're the entertainment oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it would be like oh this slice tastes a bit weird oh you've got a bit of Nicky's nose in that one it'd be weird if you were eating like a few centimetres from someone's face who was singing at you <laughs> just be an odd way to eat a dinner <laughs> wouldn't it it'd be like a rescue operation but with an incentive <laughs> what do you so, do at the end they just like dust themselves off and go home you probably get paid loads for that they, they probably would. would agree to that i think <laughs> westlife haven't got much on at the moment have they so westlife it's, it sounds weird westlife but uh, i've got a new offer for you <laughs> Um, what we're going to do is bake you in a cake. <laughs> no one's ever done this before. We're pioneers. They do have to be baked in. What about Westlife? What yeah. we could do is freeze them. <laughs> then- you, you get some ice cream and then as yeah. you eat the ice cream, they sort of thaw out a bit and begin and to by sing. by the end, they're conscious. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> nice. But then you really need Westlife if that's going to be the case. Like, they come. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the eternal question, though, Charlie. Does anyone really <laughs> need, need Westlife? Westlife? It's true. <laughs> They're yeah. a luxury, if anything. Orange juice from concentrates. You are my best mate. Orange juice from concentrate. Won't you concentrate on me? All right, well, let's talk about music. What sort of music do you play at your party? All the hits, Dan. I play all the hits at my parties. Do you go for a crowd-pleasing mix? Because I go for um, something to show off my eclectic taste. I think that's what music at parties should be. (laughs) An opportunity for you to be a musical snob. So I like to put on just like some some obscure indie tracks mixed in with some live bootlegs, maybe a little clipping from an audio book I really enjoy. <laughs> that sucks. It breaks into like part thirty four of Milton's Paradise Lost. Just like for, you know. <laughs> now this is a really good bit. This is a really good bit. If you're putting together a place for a party, would you like tracklist it and like you make it a mixtape so every song kind of plays into the next one? There's like a theme, yeah. so you have like a, a very gentle start to the party and then kind of yeah, you know I certainly do the way that. through. You basically hit full rave tempo. Yeah, I'll put more thought into my playlist than to any other part of the party. I think it's um, it's important. I like to throw in a curveball, like um, lull them into a full sense of security and then yeah. put some ABBA on. That, that's a party hit, though. Yeah, that's the thing. You're not going to go wrong with that, Rich. Yeah, but... Or do, you, do, or do you pick one of the like really obscure ABBA tracks that no one's ever heard? It's like an ABBA audiobook. <laughs> where it's just re- reading from the lyrics rather than the actual... The story of ABBA, read by Benny and Bjorn. <laughs> so, Dan, I know why you do you put obscure things in so everyone goes, oh, Dan, what's this? Oh, I yeah. don't know what this is. Oh, Dan's interesting. Exactly. He doesn't play things that I hear at all the other parties. Well, the ideal circumstance is that you'll put on, like, a Nutrimilk Hotel live session and someone will come up to you, like a pretty lady or something, will come up to you and say, oh, my God, I've never heard this version. I love the original. Okay, brilliant okay. where did you go and I'll say there, there oh, is I'll hook no you up way come I'll get you happen. a CD <laughs> <laughs> I mean it hasn't happened yet <laughs> well there's certain tracks which you can use as a barometer and you know that if someone likes Nutrimilk Hotel you know I can pretty much summarise everything about their character that I will like and I know that they're a good person and there are everyone has bands like that you can think of a band and if someone likes that band then generally they must be quite a good person so that's what you need to put on your playlist I, I met somebody who liked many of the same bands that I was but it was in Texas and he was unbelievably racist <laughs> Oh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. he saw my T-shirt. It was like, hey, I really like that T-shirt. Hey, but I'm going to this... Uh, are you going to this festival? I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like, this clan rally later. Yeah, but then, then we basically oh, like, yeah, God. there's all these Mexicans and blacks, but I just like went into like a proper oh, like 20-minute racist rant. I was like... Okay, so party playlist. Track one, uh, a band that you really like. Track two, just throw in like a Martin Luther King speech or something like that and just see, gauge how that reacts with the person. <laughs> That's nice, yeah. You've got to set the tone <laughs> yeah, for the exactly. problem, If you? they say, oh my God, this is so inspiring, bang, have sex with them. Go back in. Should that be song two? Because I mean, maybe not everybody's arrived by the time you get to song two. That is true. No one's got to have hear some. It. You've you got to have gotta, some dross at the start, some you, filler. Yeah, you've got to have like your C-list players, which you start with. That's like well, it's the, ambient, isn't it? Ambient house. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some single Ross, something just to, you know, take the edge off the room. And yeah, then, uh, you know, you work. <laughs> there's a bad mood in this room. I'm putting on some Sigur Ross, <laughs> you know, and then you, you work your way up. You see, you, yeah. see the, you know, sort of 80s synth pop at the height. You know, you yeah, absolutely hungry like the wolf, and you're there. And then grease medley, and we all go home. <laughs> what is it with parties of having to come late? Who decided I, that it was that. cool that the later you come, the more cooler you person, are? Because I'm rubbish I, at I, know it. You I always come on time. I went to a party with you. We were there like an hour and a half early. I know. Funny. I always <laughs> go on time. I'm an idiot. <laughs> 
Now, to help you compile your party playlist, we've got a song for you right now. So let's hit it with some Flat 20 Rhymes. Time for another flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes Flat 20 Rhymes is the section where in each chapter we do a new song about the theme. Rich, you've done a new song for this chapter. Explain it to us. Okay, so it's a sort of a narrative uh, structure around a party. And uh, when when in the night should this song be played? This song should be played, I think, fairly towards the end because okay. it's like about having a party. So cool. that would have to come on somewhere near the end or maybe towards the start to G people up. Get people moving. Yeah. yeah, actually, I've totally backtracked. It's it's <laughs> okay. somewhere between the awkward everyone sitting down stage and the people are starting to get their groove on stage. Listening to Nutri Milk Hotel and Stephen Fry audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, let's get this party started. What's, yeah. um, what's this song called then? Okay, so this is called Having a Party. Yeah. of hummus and breadsticks to dip and should you get thirsty i've got red bull on tap would you like another shot of vodka with that the dj is spinning and scratching the decks he's having the time of his life he plays lady gaga it's my favorite song and all of the guests start singing along la 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 Rama, ooh la la, having a party, yeah Ra ra, ooh ra la, la ma, ooh ga ga, having a party, yeah It's getting quite larry, people are being sick Having promiscuous sex, and eating the dips A man plays the bongos, whilst doing a rap Pissing everyone off, and being a twat the DJ is mixing from one song to the next He's having the time of his life He plays Lady Gaga, it's my favourite song And all of the guests start singing along La la, ooh la la, hurrah, ooh la la Having a party, yeah Ra ra, ooh ra la, Gaga, ooh la la Having a party, yeah Packing away his microphone and decks He's had the best gig of his life It's quarter to midnight We haven't got that long But we keep on singing Lady Gaga songs La 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 Rafa la la Having a party It's midnight and this is the end of the party. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Brilliant. That's awesome. I like that. Would you say that that's an accurate picture of a party that you would host, Rich? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's quite... <laughs> if you want, you know, that's the sort of thing that would happen. You'll have to listen to the Lady Gaga song as well, because if you I've haven't heard... I've heard it's heard, in the intro you can hear that bit, It's funny, because it? mine's really happy, but when it you hear really hers, hers is like in a minor key, and it's like, la, la, oh, la, la. Send us an email whenever you can. I know you're really busy deleting your spam. Podcast at flat29.com. And why not jazz it up with an emoticon? Or a lolcat. Shut up, lolcat. Um, what about party costumes? What's a good thing to wear to a party? So either full-on fancy dress or just a more casual sort of vibe. What would you wear to a party? You could wear a onesie. <laughs> what what kind of party are you going to in this This onesie? is like a grown-up baby party. Grown-up baby theme. There's a breastfeeding room. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I thought you were going down the more normal road of I would wear a onesie if I was going to Hugh Hefner's nighttime pyjama party at the Playboy Mansion. That'd be good. What do you wear? What kind of pyjamas do you wear? I don't, um, people seem to go through... I mean, I'm basing this solely on Entourage. I've never been. But um, I'd actually try and break the mould, and I think I'd take it sort of classic English, so I would be... Um, you know, uh, nightshirt and cap. It surprises me that you don't already wear full those. Full-on, you know, striped nightgown, cap with a tassel. <laughs> You'd be like Wee Willy Winky. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed. You'd <laughs> be carrying a little candle. <laughs> but I would wear the cap at a rakish angle. Oh, nice. I'd wear um, some invisible pyjamas apart from my penis. <laughs> so I'd be like a walking face and penis. Oh, okay, so you'd actually oh, be like... Hang on. You mean that your body would be invisible? Apart from my penis and my head. So you'd be a hovering head and a hovering penis. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one of the later Harry Potter books? Yeah, Harry so Potter like and the, the hovering invis- penis. <laughs> <laughs> What's your general party outfit? If you're just going to, you know, a friend's party, what do you wear? Do you go formal, informal? I wear a shirt because I never normally wear a shirt in normal life. Ah. So that's the only part I change, though. I still wear the same from the waist down. I dress <laughs> the same every day. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Even in bed? Even in bed. No, not in bed. I get undressed yeah. for bed. So it's literally just hovering penis all the time, 24-7. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a bit weird at work, but... I like to go for a costume that involves a large amount of cardboard. Yeah, it's because that's quite retro. It is, yeah. It's I like, like oh, to go he's for... taken his time. He's inventive. He's used things around the house. Exactly. But to make a costume that's not quite as good as some of the other people's costumes, <laughs> but it's bloody retro. It's like the equivalent of when like, a child brings in something they've worked on really hard to school like for a project, and everyone knows it's shit, but because they spent so much time on it, you have to you know, <laughs> give them some attention. And that's my philosophy <laughs> on fancy dress. Like, put loads of effort into some pile of shit, <laughs> daub it all over yourself, and then go to a party. That's your life mantra. It pretty much is, isn't it? I mean, you could essentially describe the podcast in that way. <laughs> See, I've just been, I got the invites you'd say, I've been invited to a black tie party that's on a boat. Oh, you could go as a black tie curry. <laughs> that would be good. Is there such a thing as a black tie curry? No. <laughs> Not that I've seen. <laughs> it sounds like it could be. But um, you could go as a black tie curry. 
Yeah. <laughs> just want to say that again. <laughs> what could he go as, Rich? You could just. <laughs> <black tiger. laughs> All right. Stop encouraging. It's a good idea. <laughs> you bet. You wish you for that. Yeah, I do. I'll be back in a bit when I've woken up. <laughs> Good plan. Go, get, go get your Mars bar and whatever else it is you need. Mum, get me my flapjack. Mum, flapjack. Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan says something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. Right, well, let's talk about party guests. There's a popular game which is asked in every interview of a celebrity ever, where they say, oh, who would be your ideal dinner party guest? Who would you have? And they always say, oh, yeah, I'd probably have uh, Gandhi and Jesus. Uh, and Nelson Mandela. And, and Nelson Mandela, which is a lovely idea. Obviously, we'd all like to see those guys. But um, if you were in the business of bringing Gandhi back from the dead, surely inviting him over for uh, some lasagna would be pretty low on your list of priorities, you'd think. But still, who would you invite to your ideal dinner party Christine Blakely (laughs) (laughs) you watch the one show too much that is good I don't think you're necessarily shooting too high there Rich I I think think she's not on the super sweet 16 level is she she's no Westlife I'd want her to be as charismatic as she is on screen What? So I'll be through the party if she's feeling a bit down. You'd be like, "Look, this isn't what I signed up for." <laughs> what about Ray Mears? <laughs> He's like a recurring theme. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure Ray Mears ever comes indoors, does he? He'd be constructing an entire PA system out of leaves. Yeah, it's about a uh, hundred watt RMS made out of bracken. That's so nerdy. <laughs> well, I tell you who my ideal uh, dinner party guest would be. It would be Ben Young from the Absolute Peach podcast. Nice. Oh, nice. smooth link That's a good there. segue into the interview. Boom, I thought of that today and I was like, yes, I'm so saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I gave him a call to see what he had to say about parties. So I'm joined now by Ben Young from the Absolute Peach podcast. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Good. Now, just in case people listening haven't heard your show before, can you explain to us a little bit about your podcast, what you guys do, how it all works, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, we're an uh, audio show. We've been running since the beginning of 2007. Um, we have quite an open format, uh, various different hosts, and we sort of just chat about all sorts of different things, really. Um, we have a few fixed segments, but generally it's quite quite loose and uh, conversational. Yeah, yeah, it's very free-throwing. I think it's one of the really good kind of independent podcasts where it is just you're listening into people uh, you know talking together in a room you know you, you put it together yourselves and it's really entertaining and addictive listening yeah oh no I appreciate that thanks very much and you've been podcast award nominated and iTunes featured as well yeah that's right we were really happy to be um, to be able to make the final 10 on the podcast awards we didn't win it unfortunately but just to be up there alongside um, programs like that are run by networks like This Week in Tech is is amazing now we're talking in our podcast uh, in this chapter about parties and as we record this you guys just threw a party of your own last night didn't you called the absolute meat that's right yes we did how did it go what happened what was the kind of setup it was brilliant um, it's one of those things you just try you don't know how it's going to go and you just give it a go and see what happens and and this meetup was a, was a first for us in, in many ways it was just sort of let's see who wants to come down and, and meet up and have a chat and we'll just sort of see how it goes and um, it was fantastic oh excellent so what did you do where did you you just sort of went to a pub and kind of yeah well we, we we initially met up at this place called the lamb and flag in leicester square which um despite having really high ratings was a lot more of a dive than <laughs> than the reviews would lead us to believe 
so much so that when our American uh, friends came over, um, I was quite keen for them not to even go in because it was so grim. <laughs> this isn't what Britain's like, I swear. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. And then it, it, if that wasn't bad enough, we went for a, a meal at a restaurant um, quite nearby and it was absolutely yeah. terrible. We couldn't get served. It was just, it was a total mess. So in terms of sort of British representation, it was it was a bit of a disaster. But on all every other front, it was fantastic. Oh, that's good. I like that idea of all going out for a meal together. That's really nice, kind of <laughs> nice, charming image. <laughs> well, we are British, so <laughs> yeah, of course. So sit down for some tea with us. You know, we'll do it properly. I mean, we're trying to do something a bit similarish in the summer, but uh, for some reason, I can't quite remember. Ours is going to be camping based. We're going to get everyone to come and join us at a campsite, set up some tents, sing some songs around the campfire, that sort of thing. Have you got any advice for putting that kind of thing together? It wouldn't hurt to get a few beers on the go. That's probably my my only main advice. (laughs) I think you're probably right. (laughs) Uh, Right, so parties. Are you a fan then of parties in general? What kind of parties do you find yourself going to these days? Um, My favourite type of parties are probably uh, house parties. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like going out and hitting the town as much as the next man, but... I think there's something different about just being able to, you know, make conversation with people and just hang out and be in like your own kind of environment and not having to traipse around and sort of wander the streets. You know what I mean? It's just it's, everything's all in one place. You can control whatever music you want and what have you. And I just, I, I've always been more fond of, of house style parties, really. In your podcast, Joe often mentions what he refers to as couples club, where those of you in couples go off and have dinners together and that kind of thing. He obviously feels quite slighted. Do you find that you go to some of these kind of dinner type party things? You're a married man, aren't you? Do you I am. do that? Well, yeah, as anyone who listens to my show will know that I do go to these things, which uh, Joe refers to as dinner parties. What, what they really are it's just it's just friends meeting up that happen to be married um of course i could just go on for ages trying to think up reasons why it's not a dinner party but at the end of the day someone's having dinner and it's some kind of a social gathering so let's call it what it is <laughs> but i think joe's got this sort of warped vision that it's you know we're constantly playing past the pigs or you know, <laughs> complimenting on on how to the, the goose is or is the onion gravy homemade you know all that sort of yeah yeah oh have you got trivial pursuit yeah get it out <laughs> exactly just paints completely the wrong picture but um yeah, no, I, I like it. I mean, it's trickier when it's um, the, the connection to the other people that you're meeting is just on the one side. So, for example, a friend that my wife has from work that I don't know very well, yeah. their other half, and you meet up and it's, all, it's like you're all thrown into this one sort of situation and, 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 and you're all sitting there praying that the two people who actually have a social connection that know each other don't leave the room uh, they're, they're sort of carrying it aren't they yes because you otherwise you're sitting there going oh, what do I do and, and of course the first questions that come up in your mind are things like you know so busy at work <laughs> yeah yeah it's always a fun avenue of conversation isn't it it's just grim it, it really is but you're almost sort of thinking let's not become our parents let's not have a separate set of china that we only bring on <laughs> set special occasions i'm proud to say at the moment we only have one set of everything and the day that we buy the second set will, will probably be the end and then and i'll have to turn around <laughs> to joe and go do you know what you got me well what about party food are you a fan of kind of uh carrot sticks with a selection of dips or party ring biscuits that whole kind of thing you can't go wrong with party ring biscuits everything you really can't i'd go as far as say a party without party ring biscuits just doesn't really qualify as a party yeah i'm partial to the old uh, chipolata or slice of pizza I like the mini pizzas. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen those. They're like, they're tiny, but they're not one slice. They're like an entire pizza, but they're sort of... Oh, sure. Superb. Another section you do on your podcast is called Joe Cuisine, where Joe comes up with some recipe ideas. Do you think any of these would be appropriate for a party? 
I don't know. To be honest, Joe's never actually realised any of those ideas. <laughs> so whether or not they'd even be possible to make, let alone edibles, is uh, up for grabs, really. Well, <laughs> some of the things you've done are coffee rice. That's one that was uh, mentioned a little while ago, wasn't it? Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christmas cake encased in a giant edible ball bearing. Yeah, I, I completely phased out. I didn't even understand what he was talking about until I listened to the show back because I just got so bored of what he was saying. <laughs> it made no sense at all. I like his ambition that and, and his kind of willful disregard for the practicalities of it. <laughs> he's just like, well, it'll happen in some way, but this is what I want. Yeah, he's often heard quoting saying, get, and then something really outlandish yeah. get something and then it's if that's already been fully made it's like no you don't understand the point is we're giving a recipe idea <laughs> yeah, yeah get a Christmas cake well you know <laughs> you're going to need some more steps to that so finally what would you uh, like to get in a goodie bag as you left a party well if there's a cake um, give me a piece of the cake I'm always a cake fan sure no, no other kind of party mementos uh, probably not I mean to be honest it's, it's, it's risky having uh, sweet and candy and stuff like that lying around the house I mean at the absolute meet um, yesterday uh, two of our sort of closest um, friends uh, Brian and Laura brought over a load of American chocolate and things like that nice. and, uh, it's just been staring at me all day today and I've started to tuck into it and it's just that stuff it's just like nothing else you can buy in this country it's just like eating an entire sort of stick of solid sugar and I <laughs> sort of sit there sort of semi-catatonic state so I, I had to sort of wake myself up before coming on this call because I was thinking I, I'm just going to be staring into space <laughs> in like a kind of sugar haze exactly yeah. excellent well that's great thank you very much for coming on Ben pleasure how can people listen to your podcast uh, you can get everything from uh, theabsolutepeach.com or find us on our, by searching iTunes yeah you should definitely go and check out the massive back catalogue of stuff available up there excellent thanks Ben Cheers then. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so we've talked a lot about the kind of preparation to the party, setting everything up. Now we're into the main body of the party. Everything's in full swing. How do you deal with small talk at parties? How do you deal with sort of speaking to people you haven't met before, engaging in an awkward bit of conversation? What I like to do is comment on things in an awkward way. That's a green book. Yeah, <laughs> not like that. I like the size of that lamp. Are you the person who causes the awkward conversation, Rich? You actively yeah, try and I make it. I actively make it awkward. Like I sort of, I, I play. I use that as a comical. Um, you bastard! Give us, a, give us an example. What's the sort of I thing? I might you say? make a sarcastic comment about the music that's playing already. That's a um, good one. That's always. So good. I might go. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, this is right at my alley. And then the uh, um, attractive woman goes. <laughs> Uh, and then she goes I chose this song was, was that a joke <laughs> so I mean it sounds like you're pretty accomplished at small talk Rich this is this is really um, this is really good stuff <laughs> no there's some other things I might say I think the the kind of calibre of small talk depends on the sort of party that we're talking about really so I've got a few situations for you guys right I'm going to throw some situations in you no hang on throw some situations in you <laughs> god that sounds horrific embracing myself <laughs> I'm going to throw some situations at you typical party situations and see how you deal with them first off we're at a polite dinner party okay it's all very middle class we're sitting around eating our starters I'm going to make some small talk with you based on an article I found on dinner conversation starters so maybe someone's been brushing up on these before they come out and this is what they say 
Oh, Charlie, uh, what would you like to accomplish this year? Well, to be honest, so far this year it's been really quite busy for me. I've uh, made a, a, an impressive start on my media empire and have been uh, networking mm, enthusiastically with boring. many people. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, 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 that's too much about me. What, what have you been doing this year? I mean, is there any way we can, you know, get together, have a little tete-a-tete and move our way towards a more empowering future? Oh, Charlie, I think you're coming on a bit strong there. <laughs> you're already <laughs> leching over me and I've only just met you. Well, I'm going to turn to my right now and say, well, Rich... Uh, describe your father to me in three words. Old, dull, boring. <laughs> that's good. I mean, two of those words are kind of the same, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's nice. I'm, I'm going to stop talking to you there. I'm going to turn right back to Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, really uh, want more? tell us about the last dream you remember. I'm not sure that's polite dinner conversation. Um, what was it? Disgusting. <laughs> Hey, well, I've been. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm getting bored. I'm going to turn back to Rich. You, you keep asking these boring questions, Dan. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not particularly enthused with you. Look, to be I'm getting them off. Uh, look, you guys are trying to chat me up. Come on. Oh wait, did I miss something? Are, you, are we actually trying to chat you up? I thought yeah, you were just like some boring person at a dinner party. You keep trying to make annoying small talk. At no, obviously me. you are. What's the point of going to a party otherwise? Yeah, fair play. <laughs> All right, Rich. Well, if you could pick a new name for yourself, what would it be? Oh. Uh... That's a funny question. No one's asked me that before. You're so interesting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Extra points. That was good, wasn't it? That was a little build-up there. Very good. But you now got... you're commenting on it, which is slightly, <laughs> slightly taking the mood down again. <laughs> the thing is, Rich would do that, though, wouldn't he? I know he, he would. the question and then he would tell <laughs> he would, how yeah. good he thought his answer was. <laughs> I know. I'd like to be uh, known as Sex Champion. <laughs> <laughs> It's that first name Sex, surname Champion. Champion. Sexy to my friends. Yeah, Champion to my enemies. <laughs> well, well, that's a solid answer. I'm, I'm, I'm going home with you tonight, Rich. Oh, oh, okay, alright, second situation. You're at a friend of a friend's house party, and I am a deeply unpleasant man who you've got stuck in a conversation with, and you've got to try and get out of this conversation. I've backed you into a corner, and I'm talking at you. Alright, here we go. Now, the thing is, the only way to deal with the problem is to send them all back. Send them all back home, right? Uh, racing pigeons? <laughs> is that my phone ringing? I think my phone's ringing. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's ringing. Um, you know what would sort this country out? Bring back hanging! Rich, um, do you need another drink? Because um, I've just, you know, downed the last of mine. So um, perhaps I'm just going to nip to the bar. Um, hey, okay, where yeah. are you going? Yeah, I'll, you want to come with? Oh, I'll, yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, um, yeah, okay. great. Nice to meet you. We'll see Catch you later. Catch you later. I think I need a piss forever. <laughs> <laughs> final situation we're in a full-on rave okay you don't know each other you're making small talk but you're trying to have quite an intellectual conversation over a pumping house beat here we go oh man i love this tune yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not intellectual you don't know where i'm going with this conversation yet that yeah was i know i like the form i think it's sonata form it, it's true that's a banging recapitulation <laughs> why aren't there any biscuits at this rave <laughs> Disco biscuits, they're over there on the second table by the door. Next to the disco volivants. I saw them on the way in, mate. I'm not touching that salt content. <laughs> I might as well commit suicide and have a digestion. <laughs> we need to think of a good way to end this section. <laughs> it's true. How about we all just go home? Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is the end of the rave.
Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Now, let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last two weeks since our previous podcast. Now, we got an email in from listener Jake on the subject of our chapter 11, The Environment, where we talked about playing dirty golf, which was essentially playing golf with the contents of a landfill site. After listening to your episode on The Environment, I have been inventing new dirty sports. You could play dirty tennis with dustbin lids and old cheeseburgers, or dirty surfboarding using ironing boards on a sea of landfills. We could play these dirty sports on a flat 29 camping trip. <laughs> and he signs off the email, you can't fake a cake on the make, from Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about that then, guys? Play. Uh, he's got some new dirty sports. Yeah, I'm especially looking forward to playing them at the flat 29 camping trip. We could have a little dirty court. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Olympics, could we call it? Yeah. I want to try dirty surfing, that sounds awesome. It sounds mm. slightly disgusting. But well, it is yeah, disgusting, but could be awesome. I mean, I don't know. As long as you don't fall off the ironing board, I guess you have to be proficient before you start. But surfing relies on a like a wave, doesn't it? Yeah. And so is is there like waves in the in the landfill? Well, some landfills are so big that they have been influenced by the tides. I suppose yeah. it would be like you know when there's a new like shipment come in oh, okay. from like the temper truck they're like ready there with us <laughs> ironing boards like come on we gotta catch this now we also got another letter in from listener richard who said the following i noticed from your podcast that rich seems to like lol cats and cats dressed up so i'm off to dress my cat up as a sexy librarian slash headmistress type thing it sounds a bit wrong probably is but it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so Richard did do that, and he sent us some pictures, which we'll put up on our website, which are his, his cat as a sexy librarian, and it's kind of wearing some small glasses and posing in a sort of suggestive way. It's absolutely amazing. When I first saw it, I thought it was a fake cat. It is weirdly good, isn't it? It's, it's too... The it's too good, too good to be true. What an it's amazing cat. too good cat. to be true. <laughs> what a proposition. <laughs> Imagine if that was your head teacher. Cool. <laughs> Also, listener and Sonic 1 champion Claire also sent us some lolcat-related material. Now, I don't remember explicitly asking for all this deluge of cat pictures, but we seem to have got a lot. Where's it all coming from? Rich made a passing comment at I some point. I think Rich made a passing comment. He did, and then we made the mistake of putting it in a jingle, and now we're inundated yeah, yeah. with cats. <laughs> I mean, I, I encourage it. I think it's good. Certainly, I'm se- it's a happy accident. Yeah, it's a happy <laughs> I, accident. I don't know where it's come from, but keep them coming in. Now, we got in a further letter from listener. Nick saying I don't know what you lot have done but whenever I add music to my laptop Media Player seems to assume it's flat 29 and uses the Big Book of Everything logo as the picture unless Jim Morrison meant for his music to have your picture on the cover I hope you're happy I am yeah. do you think this is I, I chalk this one up as a victory we have taken over listener Nick's mp3 player that's pretty cool isn't it that's pretty cool Hostile isn't it I'll take over take that Jim Morrison and we also had some lovely correspondence from listener Greta on our Facebook group talking about embarrassing herself in public while laughing to the Flat 29 podcast and from listener Frankie telling us about how the song from last week's episode on politics was stuck in her head and slightly ruined a class on international legitimacy and democracy. So we've had a good week for kind of ruining people's lives. But in a very positive way. That's what I like to do. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much to everyone who got in touch with us. And please keep doing so. You can get us on our email address, podcast at flat29.com. Go on down to our Facebook group. Just search for Flat29's Big Book of Everything. And you can get us on Twitter, twitter.com slash flat29. Also... 
breaking news, Rich has started to use his Twitter feed. This is amazing. Da, da, Go to twitter.com slash Rich James Green and he will pop up and you can follow him. Next week we'll get Charlie, but uh, it's a start. We're, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, we're tweeting ourselves up to the max. Uh, party games are an important part of any party. What sort of games do you like to play at your parties? Shave somewhere. <laughs> That's a good part. It's yeah. a really good name for a game as well. Shave somewhere. I can imagine like the box. <laughs> I've got an idea for a party and it's like a game. The whole okay. party's like a game. All right. Right. It's called a facial hair party. Yeah. Right. Weeks and weeks before the party, you have to grow lots and lots of facial hair. Yeah. You can't speak at the party, but you have to <laughs> shave words into your beard <laughs> to make contact. But there's only a certain number of words you can shave. I like. know, the party only lasts about half an hour. Are you using your head as well, or are you just going for, you know, full beard? Yeah, the whole lot. Maybe a, the winner would be someone who's just got a really hairy ass, and they get down to the ass. <laughs> Mm. I think that's a great idea. It is a good idea. Shave somewhere. Shave somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it's quite a gender-specific party. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Women are going to be at a serious disadvantage there, aren't they? How? What could they do? They could. Hmm, they'd have to just grow their head hair really, really long, and then they cut off bits of their head hair, and then they make it into letters yeah. in their belly. They develop their own version of semaphore, but using like scrunchies. They like yeah, scrunchies, hairspray. Hair curlers. Uh, I mean, make... that version's a lot nicer. Yeah, <laughs> this is all <laughs> getting, getting on lightly. in like a nice room, yeah. and then downstairs you can hear men's the... room. Everyone <laughs> 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 shaving each other and getting their asses out, and all, and like the women can hear the faint sound of buzzing from the room. <laughs> <laughs> Silence, but buzzing. <laughs> oh, they're having a great conversation down there. Is what they'd spell out in here. What about? This is called Still My Identity Party. <laughs> what you have to do is bring bring along your most precious documents to the party. So you've got everyone has to bring their passport, their birth certificate, two utility bills, a driving license. And then what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the winner is the first person to successfully steal someone else's identity by making what? a credit <laughs> card, a, a successful credit card application or something. It's a very administrative-based party, isn't it? There's going to be a lot of form filing and calling up credit card agencies. It's not going to be action-packed. I, I was imagining like they'd be wrestling for the uh, important documents or something to give it a bit of an edge <laughs> oh I thought they would just you're, they'd just swap they'd swap documents at the start and then it would just be the first one to do all the requisite filing oh, right. <laughs> stop the clock I've bought That'd his house well <laughs> I don't know why I found that one so funny you got any ideas for a game <sighs> not after that I haven't <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm physically and emotionally drained. <laughs> I've got a game, Matchsticks. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be bad. You've got much too many Mate. games. Where are all these coming from? What about <laughs> Eye for an Eye? <laughs> <laughs> no explanation needed. 
god, what happens in eye for an eye? Is that one for medical students? Yeah, it's just a title <laughs> at the moment, but. <laughs> That's the best way. I think if people are at a party and they're it's getting a bit awkward, everyone's not having a good time, come up with the title first and then invent the game. That is clearly your formula. Hmm. Do you remember the game? Did you ever play this at a party called Wink Murder? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's where you sit in a circle, one person's the murderer, they wink at someone and then they mock die. You've got to guess who the murderer is, and the detective doesn't know who that is. Yeah, I was just thinking that's re- that's all good and fun, but how could we make it more extreme? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna guess maybe like a real <laughs> gun. Suggest a sort of actual murder situation. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> a, a real gun, <laughs> or like maybe just to make it not so fatal, like um, one of those stun gun, or like um, or a real gun, but you are wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That'd be amazing. It would, wouldn't it? So, so it's not going to be as subtle, though, is it? If the murderer brings out a full-on gun and shoots someone across the other side of the circle, yeah, it ends after one gay, really. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, it's clearly Dave. Yeah. Well, what else could we play? The thing is, Rich, I, I get the feeling that you could literally carry on doing this all day. Is that a fair assumption? <laughs> I get the feeling Rich does do this all day. He just sits at work. Hey, I just had an idea for a game. Eye for an eye. (laughs) (laughs) You work out the rest. I'm going on lunch. (laughs) So that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything chapter on parties. Now, the important news for this week is that we have come a few years too late to the blogging world and have set up a blog. So to accompany this podcast, we've got the Flat 29's big blog of everything. You can get to it from our website. Just have a look on the main page. There's a link over on the left there. And me and Rich and Charlie eventually are going to start writing some articles. We've got a few... It's not articles, are they? It's not big it up too much. (laughs) (laughs) Articles. What the fuck do I think I am? (laughs) All right. This is like the this is like the garage thing when you're 16. Oh, I'm gonna have 500 copies, mate. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably gonna be a famous journalist within the year. So, uh, so you should go and look at that and subscribe to our RSS feed and make some comments. It'll be a good fun way to talk to each other during the cavernous gaps between the shows. Okay, so that's it. We will see you in two weeks' time for our next chapter. Bye. Flat twenty nines. Big book of everything Another topic down A million's to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know And I'm raving all night, Rich <laughs> It sounds really understated That was after Charlie's one. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like it though I like okay. to read it like a news presenter Yeah <laughs> 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 I don't know why. That is good. There's absolutely no basis good for evening. that. Whatsoever. I'm raving all night rich. Today's headlines. Thousands killed in a horrific plane crash.